0: Life over par. This episode uh, feels a little, little strange already. I'm missing a piece of our puzzle. Only two of the three stooges here. Um, yep. Unfortunately, Kevin is feeling like hot garbage. <laughs> the way he puts it. Um, he went and got his COVID test yesterday. He is currently quarantining. Uh, we wish him the best of luck and a speedy recovery. But we yep. still have a guest today. And our guest, he once played Austin Powers, Dr. Evil, and Ron Burgundy in his own productions. He has a degree in sports management and a minor in journalism. Uh, Recently, he was inducted into the Clare High School Hall of Fame. The landlord, (laughs) welcome, Brian Atwood. (laughs) Thank you. you.
1: Good to be here. Long commute. Yep. From upstairs, <laughs> yeah. so about, about 8 <laughs> steps. Yep, yep.
0: So, uh let's start off with uh tell us a little something about yourself.
1: Well, uh yeah, a, a couple things. I have actually three minors. Okay. Finance is one, uh journalism is is one as well, and then um business administration is the other one. So, mm. um I actually get to use yeah. uh, one of my minors, but uh the other there the, the other the other credits I wasted my money on, I I don't use. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I like to. Very schooled. I, I guess you could say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just like to, uh, you know, get out and play golf and do stupid stuff in front of
0: the camera, courtesy of, of prior media. So. Yep.
1: Yep. That's, that's, uh, always a tree. I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. Yes.
0: But. Uh, so you mentioned you use at least one of your schooling degrees. Yes. Uh, what is it you do for work? I'm
1: a financial advisor in Mount Pleasant, so. Basically, basically, what that means is I meet with different uh, individuals, families, businesses that uh, uh, are looking to invest some money. Everything that we do is, or most, most of what we do is all uh, uh, market-based investments, so um, we really tailor our approach to uh, each individual client that we have and um, try to get them set up for the long term and uh, help meet those goals, so. I got to be a little careful of what I say. I can't get into too many of the specifics, but, um, right. Um, highly regulated industry, but, uh, yeah, that's kind of what we do in a nutshell. So
0: apparently they're going to have to do a review on (laughs) on what is said during (laughs) this podcast. So, so
1: compliance, you can stop listening now. Yep. Um, (laughs) we'll do a nice
0: cut version for them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the
1: one thing I, I forgot to mention is, um, you had, uh, Nick Wyman and I thought I would, uh, continue the theme of making fun of him. Okay. I am smart enough to wear a hat in studio. Mm-hmm. I noticed he wasn't. So yes. um, there was some comments. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he sh- he should know better, but uh, you know. <laughs> he
0: should. Know. <laughs> he should. Um Kevin's not here, but uh he did give me some shit after last episode. Mm-hmm. And I would like to clear a little a little bit up. Um <laughs> clear the shit air. <laughs> He uh, he mentioned that, uh, oh, wow, I just happened to get a new uh, shower curtain, you know, before the last episode uh. went and stuff. He was like poking at me a little bit. Um, the Monday before that episode uh, went out, last episode, so previous Monday, it was about, I'd say 1230 at night, just about ready to go to bed, and uh, the old shower curtain Drop to the floor in a big bang. The tension rod, you got tension, tension rod, rod loosened. The, yeah, yeah. yeah, it loosened up, crashed to the floor. <laughs> so I get up and I try to I try to tighten that up again, and I figure, all right, it's it's on there, it's good. Go back to bed, and about a minute later, it crashes and bangs to the floor again. <laughs> oh, so so in in the process of doing this, you know, I've had this for about two years now. This curtain, and you know, you got to change them every now and then. You get a little a mm-hmm. little bit of gunk on them. So I already had it in mind of changing this. Okay. It already in mind. Um, you know, I I figured it's not staying with the tension rod. I can see that it's loosening back up. So I grabbed some screws, grabbed the drill gun. And uh, again, it's twelve thirty nine. Yeah. 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 It's the the the... So I start drilling some screws into into the wall, you know, underneath the rod. So if it loosened it, just rest on those screws. And uh, upstairs. Brian, uh, of course, yells, you know, no power tools, <laughs> no power tools. I was like, what? <laughs> he yells, no yeah, power tools. Again. I said, no, I forgot to brush my teeth. <laughs> he said, it not your toothbrush. <laughs> I said, oh, sorry. yeah. No. Well, I'm done anyways. And we're done. So the curtain rods up there now. And of course, that is 100% true story. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't make any oh. of that up.
1: I don't know if Kyle. I don't know if Kyle got that. Oh, I bet he did.
2: What the whole <laughs> reference of sub-brothers? There, there, you, go. Go. Yes. there you go. Yes, yes.
0: I, I knew. <laughs> sure. I knew you would. Part of that story is true. Part of though. that story is yeah. very true. The curtain rod did fall. I did <clears> put <throat> screws in the wall, but Brian, no, he didn't even hear me do that. No. So, wow. no. Nope.
1: Dale, Dale, no problem. Although no. that's not the the craziest thing that has happened down here.
0: No, not at all.
1: I don't think. I don't think you've gotten into the the bat uh, story before.
0: I've not. I'm not at all. You um, tell. There <laughs> let's, is, uh, let's get into that. There's, there's really nothing more frightening than, I would say, getting up in the middle of the night when it's dark, flipping on the light of the bathroom, and having a bat just fly right at your grill. Yeah. Right in your face. Yeah. And my only line of defense that I had at that time was a shoe <laughs> in my hand. And uh, this time, Brian did hear me. Yep, heard that one. Yep. As I am yelling, it's a bat. It's a freaking bat. Yep. I'm just swinging a shoe in the dark.
1: It was funny because it was like three in the morning. Yeah. And so my bedroom is right above your bedroom. Uh, And I wake up and I'm like, who the heck is he talking to on the phone at three in the morning? Because I can hear you murmuring a little bit. Yeah, I've done it before. Uh, Talk to people yeah. late, but and I don't scream it. Right, right. And I'm like, what the heck's going on down there? So I just kind of go back to sleep, and and then I get a text, and my phone vibrates, and it's Prior, and he's in the
0: bathroom. He goes,
1: "There's, <laughs> there's a bat down here." I'm like, he shot himself in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it flew out of the bathroom
0: and in my room, so I went in the bathroom and shut the door. And I'm like, and we had, we had heard some, some scratching before and like the walls and
1: ceiling and, but, but nothing obviously out in the open. So he goes, there's, there's a bat down here. And I'm like, well, you mean like in the walls or, or what? He goes, no, it's flying around. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, well, I guess, I guess this is my responsibility. So (laughs) uh, landlord, let's go. Right. So I I grab a towel and I start kind of creeping my way down here. Well, he's in the bathroom. And I'm creeping down the stairs yeah. and I don't really want him to deal with a bat either, but you know, it's got to get out of here. So, you know, I'm creeping down the stairs. Hey, hey, Pryor, where, where's the bat at? And I don't and, know. And I'm from, in the bathroom. From, from, the, from the bathroom. <clears throat> so he's got this this curtain that separates his his room down here. And I think the last thing that that you had seen, it was flying towards the curtain. So... Mm-hmm. I'm slowly kind of pulling the curtain back to see if it's in between one of the folds. And the good of course, thing about
0: the curtain, it's brown.
1: Yes. Same exact color. Yeah. Just same like exact color. So I'm expecting this thing to just take off right from my face any second. Mm-hmm. So I'm pulling this thing, pulling this thing and it's not there. I'm like, okay, well it's not here. So prior kind of comes out of the bathroom mm-hmm. and, uh, we don't, we don't hear anything. We don't see anything. It's not moving. So we
0: start looking around a little bit and, uh, it, it's time to maybe turn more lights on Yeah, to maybe be able to see yeah, better. Yeah.
1: And, and all of a sudden, I think you were the one that saw it on your, on your phone board. I did.
0: Over by your, yes, your the, computer over there. The sound dampening foam over here. Right as I'm reaching to turn on the light, it was like just overhead high right on the wall as I'm about to turn this light on. Just Fre- perched. Freak the shit out oh, yeah. of me. I go back. The bat? Yep. The batman. Yep. Freak the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. So I now have a towel. Yes. And I believe this was the point where <laughs> let's go get the pool skimmer.
1: Well, I'm sitting here with a, with a, like a, a bath towel. I'm like, well, I don't want to go reach up against the wall with this thing with a bath towel. Like that's not going to work. So I got the, the leaf net from the pool and I'm like, here's a great idea. I can trap this thing in the leaf net, not get anywhere near it. And you know, life is good. So I go, foot pole downstairs. exactly. So, go yeah, so 12 I, got, foot pole. I got that 12 foot pole coming down the stairs and I mean, it's a decent sized room, shit. but it's not, it's not that big. So I extend it full out. I'm on, I'm on this side of the room. That's over here. And, uh, and I'm like, I'm reaching from the side, trying to like line it up. And prior goes, Hey, uh, just take us just one second. I want to make sure you're lined up so, you know, we can trap it. And just as he says that yeah, he did, I try like, to, I try to trap it. And I missed, and like the corner of the leaf net hits the bat, and all of a sudden this bat starts swooping both of yeah. us yeah. all over the be- all over this room down here. And I have this this ten yeah. foot pole with a with a net at the end that I'm trying to like move it and catch it, but I've got about two feet on each side, mm-hmm. so I can't really move. So I'm just kind of standing there like yeah. watching it swoop around me. This is the point where I go screw this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sleeping down here right now.
1: <laughs> so it eventually crashes into the into the corner of the of the room. Yeah. And I mean these things thing. are, these things are so gross the way they move. And I'm like, it's underneath his lamp and stuff. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to reach my hand in there to to like get it. So it starts crawling towards the um little grate that's like the return air vent. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, there's no way it's going to fit through that. This thing's like, you know, two inches in diameter. And these, this vent has about yeah. a, a half inch clearance. Very small. And it just weasels its way into the crawl space. Yep. and Because right on the other side of it oh, is just yeah. crawl space. And it just and it disappeared. disappears. I'm like, I ain't going in there. Nope. So I'm sleeping
0: up in the spare bedroom. Spare bedroom, yeah. No, so didn't, that's didn't that's where I finished me, off but. there. <laughs> yeah, spare so. bedroom. It was a very exciting uh, night. It wasn't the last occasion of the bat. Nope. Um, but the last one so far in my room. Yeah, we've had a knock on wood here. We have mm. had a good run for the last uh, what yeah. year or so. You were redoing <laughs> the the ceiling over the dining room I table. Just,
1: yeah, we, I right. just
2: imagine you down. two with that net. And Nick on one side and you're hanging on to it like this. Oh yeah. You know, those claw, you know those claw machines that are like timed and like they rotate and you're waiting for the claw machine to like hit it just right in mm. order to grab it. Yeah.
1: We should have practiced that before we did it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. A couple, a couple of real men down here, you Don't know, facing our fears and, and uh, <laughs> taking care of
0: business. When, when, when you're waking up in at three in the morning <laughs> um, and, and you really got nothing on as much as maybe, you know, just some underwear and then a shoe. It's pretty scary.
2: Yeah, it is So you just scary. woke up in the middle of the night and I just said, all right, there's something here. And you didn't know it was a bat or anything, but you just grabbed a shoe.
0: <laughs> yeah, well. That was your defense? Well, when I'm laying there and you hear a... Oh. Like over your head. And I'm thinking, God, okay. that's a big bug. <laughs> that's a really big bug. Like, what the hell is that? June bug. And then it flew yep. through the the bathroom into the wall in like my walk-in closet, which is actually like a maintenance room. Um, Damn fantasy football chats going on right now. They need to stop. And Kevin was the first to do it. He knows what's going on. Come on, Kevin. He knows what's happening. Yep. So it flew through there and hit the wall and it was like flopping on the floor. So I thought, all right, I'm getting up. This is my time. Squish it. Get this thing dead and get back to bed and flip the light. And it was in the air already at me.
1: And honestly, if you would have just squished it at that point, you know, I wouldn't have had to come down here, but...
0: we wouldn't have had a story. <laughs> True. It would have been a shorter yeah. story. True. Yeah. Shorter True. story. Um, get a little bit more on track from where we... Yeah. Where been. You brought up Wyman. Wyman, yeah. Yep, yep. He, um, he happens to be your Monday Night League partner. How long has he been your partner?
1: Um, that's a good question. He's been my partner for probably four or five years now he, okay. he filled in so Andy Brewer used to be my partner he hurt his back one year and Nick filled in for the remainder of the year and then he just has never left I haven't exactly asked him to come back ever but he just keeps showing up on Monday night so mm-hmm. um so yeah I mean we've, we've been we've been uh, playing together for a long time pretty much the only time I ever play golf with him is on Monday night but uh you know
0: um now he told me that I mean you run the league, but you've never actually won the league.
1: No, and in fact we were dead last last year. Yes, so you were. Yeah. Wow. Now was that Wyman's fault? yeah. Uh, you no, turned it around a little bit this year? No, week? I I no. Um so Kyle, you probably have a little bit of experience in this regard. So when you're when you're there working. Oh, yeah. And I used to work at Eagle quite a bit too. Um, but when you're working at the course and your mind's on anything really besides playing golf, um, it's kind of hard to make that transition into, okay, now I'm focused on playing golf and leaving everything behind. Mm-hmm. So not that there's like a ton of things that you have to do day off, but you know, we have last year, we had uh, 44 people on Monday night league between the two flights. So, you know, I, I get there around four fifteen or so. League's supposed to start at five. Starts at four uh, thirty, really, um, with all the retired guys that show up at four o'clock and yeah.
0: don't have jobs. Uh, if you're not early, it's what the hell? You're late. Yeah. If you're if you're teeing off guys. at five
1: oh five, I mean, what what's going on here? Yeah. So um, I'm trying to get get there on time. Drop off scorecards. Um, you know, answer any questions that someone might have. Introduce people who might not know each other. Um, you know, say hi to twenty, thirty people, whoever I can, um, mm-hmm. maybe hit some putts. And then it's like, all right, let's go. So, um, you know, I think a little bit of that, uh, might have affected play perhaps, but, um,
0: Kyle, your video just ended. Um, let me hmm. cut that out just one second. I'll get you right back. But anyway, I all right, we got there you we back go. now.
1: You're back. So, you know, there's a little bit of that, but I mean, that's certainly not all of it. I think we just neither of us played really well last year and then, you know, every every time we lost, we seemed like we drank more the next week and uh <laughs> yeah. you know, next next thing you know we were doing uh, fireball shots in hole 3. So uh that can <laughs> lead to very bad
0: things. <laughs> okay, <partner>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great partner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I mean he he would buy every once in a while, so I gotta give him I gotta give him props, but yep. cool.
0: uh great rebound this year, so this has been fun. so leading into that, this year, you guys are in the championship and it just mm. so happens to be played tomorrow tomorrow one o'clock eastern one o'clock against Tom and his partner Dave yep and uh he is really looking forward to it. I, uh, Tom is my boss, by the way. He's really looking <laughs> forward to it. I'm sure he is. And uh, he would like to say a few things, by the way. Hey, Hello? Hey, you're on the air. So, uh, introduce yourself.
3: Um, uh, I'm Tom Kleinhardt. Hey. Oh, this is this hey, hey. an adver- advertising thing here, like... Uh... Home of Maguire Chevrolet, or
0: anything like that? Uh, We're not doing uh, advertising. Man, I can't do no free ads. I mean, come on, Tom. Jeez. Uh I am here with uh, Brian Atwood, who you just have. No way, play. you just happen to be playing against wow. him tomorrow. Imagine this. Oh no way!
1: No way! Games. How
0: did that happen? Uh, this is well, yes. well, I live
1: here, Tom. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Brian, how are you, buddy?
1: Excellent. How are you? Looking forward to okay. tomorrow.
3: I am too. You know, I was looking for it a couple of weeks ago, but you know, uh, Oh, hey, I
1: don't Tom, know. Tom, so, Tom, hang on one second. Nick yeah? just texted me. No. He's, he's going to be out tomorrow. we got to <laughs> reschedule.
3: Did he dislocate a pinky? Uh,
1: he didn't, he hasn't said yet. He's texting me right now, but,
3: uh, he's, or he's trying to figure out what, what's, uh, what what's ailing him? he doesn't know quite yet
1: see i was thinking he needed one more lesson down in florida but, <laughs>
3: yeah. that was a good one <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no we will we will be
1: there ready to go ready to close out the uh, the you know, playoffs so
3: yeah you know and speaking of strokes you know i don't know i mean nick am i supposed to just lab or are you
0: gonna you okay know, kinda, okay so when it comes yeah. to giving strokes um again tom tom's my boss uh, we play golf from time to time and a lot of times I try to work as many strokes as I can get out of him, mm. and his answer is um, the same every time. And uh, he's not a guy to give strokes. Tom, explain yourself on not giving strokes.
3: Well, you know, I a couple things. I, you know, the big one is I wouldn't give my mother <laughs> strokes, and let alone that many strokes. And, and and how well has it worked out for you, Nick, over the years?
0: It's, it's. I mean, it still has not worked out well. I'm still owning money. <laughs> exactly still exactly. money.
3: Exactly. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I. I just you know the, mm. I don't know the five stroke thing. You know. Well, I well, mean, Tom, should you even? No, no, no. can Let me finish here. This yeah, is ahead. not a presidential debate here. You know. <laughs> oh. You can't. You can't talk over me. You know. You can't do that. Okay. I, <laughs> I have your time. There. There.
1: Two minutes interu- yeah, uninterrupted. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I just wondered if
3: if we should even really be playing you or you should be playing in that second flight.
1: Well, Tom, Tom, I'm the a player. So is Dave there? That's true. Or...
0: Is Nick there or not? <laughs> Nick is not here.
3: Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. That's disappointing. So,
0: but yeah, so you know, you, and
1: I... you can, you can bring that noise here, Tom, but it really doesn't do any good. Cause I'm playing <laughs> Dave, the, a, the other, the other a player.
0: So, <laughs> okay, so Tom brought up a story. <laughs> Tom oh, brought up a story, gosh. and and the fact that Nick missed last week because he said he tweaked yeah. his back, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, it worked. Yeah. Tom, Tom brought up that he has never missed a week due well, to an injury, really.
3: Uh, other than you know, I had the uh, I had a little cancer going earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and so I I was at U of M. Go Blue. Uh, getting this thing taken care of, you know? And, uh, so I was about, I don't know, six, seven hours in and now it's pushing like two 33 o'clock and I'm done. And, and, uh, the doctor said, you know, you should be staying low for a little bit. And I, I said, what about golf? And, uh, and she, he, yeah, she said, when? And I'm going, well, I got a five o'clock tea time. And she laughs. She goes, no, no, no. <laughs> two weeks. So I, I did miss that Monday night. Uh, but I was back at it even a week earlier than what the doctor said. So, but, uh, but I was honestly, I was ready to ready to go that night. But, uh, but anyway, that was a, a doctor's order. And, and Kim happened to be there as well, and and uh, she heard that as well. So I I couldn't do it that night. So but so anyway, Tom, I so gotta a tweak. I
1: gotta say Go I, I I appreciate your commitment to to Monday Night League. If I could if I could get a partner that had even half that commitment, I'd be I'd be rolling here. Now okay, part of the story
0: that I heard that Tom didn't bring up is his partner has been ran over by a swan's oh. truck. That's no lie. And, no
3: oh, like, <laughs> and still made Monday Night League.
0: Wait, 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 wait. He has <laughs> been run over by a tractor. Still made Monday Night League. When when is when is all this? He had pancreatic
1: cancer.
3: This is true story. And still made Monday Night League. He did. This is all all true stuff. So I, when
0: he, when he, uh, I was told from Tom that Nick wouldn't be able to make it because he tweaked his back. <laughs> You can believe what I hear at work oh, about yeah. oh, he's missing. <laughs> we gotta keep pushing this on till Thanksgiving.
3: And it's all true story, you know. So but uh those are remarkable, but, you know. Yeah, and it's true. I it's it, it's actually crazy to think about probably Dave shouldn't even be here, let alone be there to play golf tomorrow. But anyway, he, he's not missed those Monday nights ever. So he I think one time he did. And there was fishing involved. So, and that was at the beginning of the, uh, of the season, which, you know, is an excuse kind of unexcused absence. And I, I gave him a hard time. I told him he had to pick, you know, fishing or golf. And, uh, well, he's golfing, man. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: well, well, you're laying the sympathy card pretty well here. So, uh, unfortunately it's not gonna work on me, but you can bring this stuff up tomorrow when you see Nick. Yeah, well, feel I don't, free. I'll even pile on too. I
3: I'm not even sure we're going to be talking about it might be just the silent treatment the oh, whole night. Okay.
1: So that would actually so. that would work really well with Nick because what? that boy likes to chat on the golf course. <laughs> yeah. like, Nick T- Nick tee off. We're waiting on you, bud. <laughs> yeah.
3: I know it. It's like uh, Dave a couple of times just kind of looked back when he's, you know, addressing the ball and and I have had to say, you know, finger up shoe kind of mm-hmm. like uh, to nick but you know you guys are, are great competitors and uh, i can't think of anybody that i'd rather be playing tomorrow than than you guys well, true. i appreciate
0: like, that so, we always have good battles so, and i'm, I'm or we do to another one or or me we do yeah exactly
1: <laughs> that, well that was you well you gotta right. qualify for playoffs <laughs> yeah. to get well, to the championship <laughs> well, so
0: <laughs> that's true that's says true. the oh. guy that was in last but, place last year <laughs> Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, it's
1: possible. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, I, I got to tell you, um, you guys are probably going to have your way with this because, you know, in, in October, I I got to tell you, I'm, I'm sitting in trees more than I am putting on greens. So I've actually been hunting more than I've been. There's strategy golfing, to this.
0: So, Some yeah, strategy to know. pushing it out.
3: I don't know. You know, maybe I get that. You know, the older guys, you know, their you know, ailments and. Back? That, no that's not us that's the young guys wait a second here
1: <laughs> i was i i gotta tell you i was rearing to go when it was 48 degrees last friday i With was a little too. bit of sun i'm like oh this is gonna be great for us those old yep. guys are never gonna get warm they're Absolutely. gonna be stiff the entire round nick Absolutely. we got this let's go and he you know, yeah he gets, sends that text yep.
3: And I and I liked the uh you know your comment about Holly and the uh, you know using the wood and stuff like that. I thought that was <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, family that, that friendly nice. here, buddy. <laughs> 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 I don't know what this uh, this podcast is rated but I I assume it's PG. So yeah, I'll, we're approaching
0: I'll X here real yeah. shortly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, know
3: it. I well, know
0: it. Well, Tom, thank you for uh taking yeah. the call here.
3: Yeah, thanks, Nick. Good luck and,
0: to and, uh to you guys yeah. and uh to Brian and Nick as well tomorrow yeah thanks a lot yeah i've already got see the guys. uh
1: the email drafted for um, a congratulatory email to second place tom and dave so
0: well yeah
3: there <laughs> you go but you know i guess uh, with that all i've got to say is good night and bring it <laughs> all right see you guys take care
0: bye all right that was tom
1: so we're continuing the uh theme of surprising in studio guests there, I like it. a little like surprise
0: it. there a little surprise yes
1: they're great guys. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, they left they left league for I think just one year. They did, yes. And then uh, you know, had to come back because I think we're in the best league in oh, Clare County.
0: This was my understanding of why why he left. It was more along the lines of he just wanted to be able to play golf whenever he wanted to play golf. Yep. And not just be like, all right, I have to play golf today, mm-hmm. which oh what a struggle that yeah, is. Yeah, that's first world problem. So <laughs> when he started to do that he realized I'm still not playing golf as much because I'm not like having a set night where I do it.
1: So was that down from like five days a week to
0: four days a week then, or? Oh gosh. I should probably stay quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably stay quiet on that one. Uh, Yes. He gets his fair share.
1: So
2: why at one o'clock? Uh on a Friday, just to get out half have half day early Friday. I like it. I like the move.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just a kind of an arbitrary time. I don't remember who set that time, but uh um you know, it gives and us it gives it gives the uh uh the day enough time to warm up to where I think it's supposed to be like like sixty tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow. Seventy six is the high. Seventy six tomorrow? Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Perfect. Even better. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But I don't know about yeah. wind and whatever the wind says it's 20 that's, miles an hour more. Yeah, there. that's that's fine. That's yeah. fine.
2: Down here is gonna be 82. So yeah, that's sick. Oh, and what's cool your guys' wow. handicaps?
1: So I'm a two in league right now for nine holes. Right. Keep in
0: mind he gets to control the handicaps as well.
1: I mean, if I if I monkeyed with
0: the handicaps, I wouldn't be a two. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But You can just kind of change them on somebody, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I have the ability. and, and, (laughs) And once we get in season, I don't change it because our, I mean, this is going to be a little nerdy for, you know, the casual listener. But so our handicap calculation is our previous five rounds throughout the high and the low. So it's averaging the middle three. Well, you know, when you have a full year of play, most people are playing their best at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of guys that play in league don't play golf in the spring until league starts, usually in in the first week of of May. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when I hear someone playing golf all the time, especially last year, and they're they're coming home and saying, hey, "Shot another thirty nine tonight," and "Oh, thirty seven today,"
0: and, and they're coming home, and I it sounds like you're talking about me, <laughs>
1: and I'm like. Oh, wow, he's playing good. And then, so, you know, I print off scorecards for the first week and it says this this unnamed person is at a six handicap. Well, I mean, we only use 80% of the uh, true it. handicap. Earned it. So I said, wow, well, that that just <laughs> doesn't seem fair. So I bumped it down a little bit to be more in line with uh, recent rounds. And I guess. There we
0: go. Yeah, and then I was a four. And then you were a four. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, speaking of playing golf. Um you probably have one of the smoothest swings that I've seen somebody with and I don't know if you're going to take that cuz just cuz the slow swing that I don't know if you think that's good or bad but um it seems really good how do you feel about your swing
1: Um yeah I hear that a lot and tempo is is a big thing for my swing if I if I lose the tempo and and try to swing too fast that's when I get a little wayward. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel, I know you made the comment in the past that like you said something about like your swing looks like it's about to fall asleep in the middle of it. Yep. I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm swinging, you know, that easier or slowly or, or anything like that. When I'm, when I'm in the middle of the swing, especially in the downswing, I feel like I'm, I mean, I have plenty left in the tank, but I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not just trying to ease it out there. So,
0: but you're not a, a Short hitter, by any means. I wouldn't say you bomb the ball, but you're consistent down the middle most times, and it's the easy tempo.
1: Well, my kind of golf philosophy has to do a lot with course management, and I'm I'm not the type of guy who just, every tee box, automatically dr- grab the driver and let it rip and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason because... I haven't hit a driver. This is the first year I hit driver because I got a new Maverick. Um, okay. and shout out to Mavericks! Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Go ahead. It's okay. So and, uh, so for probably about seven or eight years, I didn't have a driver that I could hit. So I was hitting three wood, five iron, anything I could keep straight off the tee just to get out there. Um, so you know, that's, that's really molded me to look at each hole as, okay, well, what do I need to do to get to a wedge into the green? And then I can score. Right. So I, I that's kind of how, kind of how I look at it. I don't need to, you know, try to squeeze an extra 10 or 15 more yards off the tee. I so just want to hit iron off a of one. No, I hit five iron off a of one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Very responsible. <laughs> off of one. Yeah. And three. He's hitting an iron, more than likely. Maybe you're hitting a little um, hybrid.
1: No, I, I usually hit five off of five iron, off of three as well. Um, mm-hmm. Depending on where the pin is, sometimes I get a little greedy and try to hit driver, but I I can't commit to the line, so I I miss it to the left of the green, kind of towards that sand trap. But uh, yeah, that's fun every not once bad,
2: in a while. Not I a mean. bad spot though. No, okay. <clears throat> no, not at all. Not at all. That's why you've gone so nice to play, because you play in like scrambles and stuff. You can take those shots. Like, oh you man. Can I I mean, you can go for the green on one, you can go for the green on two, you can try, you know, on 10, you're able, you know, you have that water on the left-hand side, just get out there and just rip it.
1: I haven't played in an outing at Eagle Glenn in maybe a couple years now, but I, I, I'd be interested on, on your perspective, Kyle. I don't Mm -hmm. like playing in, in outings that are scrambles. Mm -hmm. I I think it's really, really bad for your swing. And then I get, the feeling that I'm trying to be too perfect with approach shots and like putts. And I don't think I'm a a terrible putter, but you know, when, when I see the line and you know, maybe I'm the second or third person to putt, it's like, okay, well everyone knows what the line is. So now you just got to hit it there. And like, that's not how I putt. So um, yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's just a, a matter yeah. of trying to be a little bit too perfect and not make any mistakes. And like, you got to always be, you know, two feet from the green or two feet from the hole. And, um, I really don't like playing in them that much because I think it screws up my swing. Cause I try to swing too hard and, and be too perfect.
2: Hmm. What about you, Nick? What do you think? Do you, you like playing in scrambles? Like, what do you think of how it goes? Um, like your yes. philosophy on it?
0: it uh, I think a scramble is, is I would say he's he's right with it's not probably good for your swing. It's probably not good for your golf game,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it is fun. And I think the scramble portion that, that I go for is just, I'm having some beers and we're playing golf. Yeah. That's yeah, those... me. It's like,
2: I, I'm, I feel like kind of the same way. Just the fact like when I do go out and play and like, I want to post a score, like yeah. I don't want to shoot 80. Like right. I, I do, I have 79. Okay. 80. No. Like, so for me pulling out a driver, when someone else is safe, for me, it's like I never do this. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Or when they rely mm-hmm. on you to for for like, all right, there's your line, and and people you play with not necessarily know or how to read greens, and they make a you know ten fifteen footer and they go ballistic. You're like, well, I mean, it was left edge. I mean, great putt, <laughs> but I mean, it's not <laughs> I that knew what hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, But like I said, the hit it right there, and you did, and then just went in. So. I mean that's
0: awesome. <laughs> you did what you were told. Good job.
2: <laughs> but yeah. You know, but then like it comes to you know, you're the fourth guy and you're like, okay, like and then you leave it short. Oh
0: that's, the worst. <laughs>
2: that's that is the worst. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I mean it's bad I mean, enough
1: it's bad enough if if you leave a birdie putt short playing your own mm-hmm. ball, but when everyone's counting on you, like the the one thing you can't do in a scramble is leave a putt short. And well, especially when you have the line, that's that's the worst. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: Or if you're the first guy putting and you leave it short, like maybe way short, and you're like, wow, that didn't help at all. <laughs> yeah. You didn't help thanks, anybody thanks with the Thanks to the
1: 10-footer. We had 20 feet to go, though. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kyle, do you have any questions lined up at all? Or should I just keep rolling? Yeah, we keep rolling. Okay. I'll ask some questions as we keep going. Okay. Um, you mentioned it's been a while since you played in an outing. Yes. You do have one coming up. Great segue. You do have one coming up. I do. It's a secret course or a mystery course or or whatever you want to call
1: it. Yeah. It's, it's a, um, it's, it's become a bit of a tradition between my partner, uh, Nick and I, and usually every fall we'll go out to Eagle Glen, just the two of us. There's usually no one on the course. Um, it's a little cold. We're just kind of dinking around and we'll just make up our own holes. So we've done this for a few years. Drink of choice, by the way. I don't mm. know if either of you, either of you have ever tried this: um, Miller Lite and apple cider half and half. Mm. I don't know if that has an official name, but um, it, that is a very folly. That's one. a very folly drink. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe we should do that on air. Come up with a, a name mm. for that, so you can think while I'm I, explaining. I will. I'll think. Um, yeah. So you know, we'll we'll put together different different holes inside of the obviously existing course. And, uh, this year I said, we need to make this happen. We've been talking about it for a few years. We need to make this happen to where we get a group of guys out and we share kind of what we've done over the last couple of years of, of designing these different holes and, uh, have a little fall outing. There's not going to be anyone on the core. So Sammy's been gracious enough to let us do this. Um, and I think she's actually going to play too. So I have a course designed inside of the course from tee boxes to different greens. So, you know, normally you play from one tee box to one green, that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. And, and, and this outing is taking place next Friday, which would actually be, I guess when this gets released, it'll be this Friday, the 16th, mm-hmm. uh, three is when we're going to start. Mm-hmm. It's a two man scramble. So anyone who's listening to this, um, we still have a few spots available. I I think um probably sixteen to twenty two-man teams would be ideal. Um I've designed it to where there's not too much uh, crossing, so you're not gonna take like a ball to the dome or anything. But um Clubhouse is in play. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. So um, Do you say clubhouses? Well, there there is <laughs> there is one <laughs> hole that does kind of come close to it. Sammy, so. don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've played it before many a times. You haven't seen a ball go through the the window, so um, there's
0: other people playing. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, they can steer clear. There's there's some kind of funky rules. Um, there's no out of bounds, obviously, as we're kind of cutting across the the, the course here, but. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to give away too much. Okay. Um, but uh, what's what's one? What's one hole? Okay. Um, let's see. Um, well, we can just start. We can just start with um the first hole off of number one T. Okay. Number one T to number three green. Now, if I remember okay. correctly, that is about a three hundred and five yard hole. Okay, and you're cutting across nine. You're cutting across two's fairway, mm-hmm. and then there's that big tree on number two Could get that is way. right in the way. Could get in the way. It's it's uh, oh. the yardage is close enough to where you know I think aggressive players can um, try to drive that, mm-hmm. um, but also you got to look out for that tree. So you know it's it's kind of a, a perfect uh, recipe
0: for risk and reward there. If you overshoot the green. That's a drop-off that, oh, yeah. that you're probably shooting or to where if, you're not finding your ball. Or if you're short, you're in the tall grass. Tall grass, yeah. So, that's a tricky one. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and that's, that's the idea of the entire course. There's, it, it bounces all over the place. There's, um, there's par threes, there's par fours, there's par fives. Um, there's a par six. Um,
0: yeah. And I think that's as high as it goes. Six has got to be 10T to 11 green. The par six, yeah, that's got to be the six. I'd make that even a seven. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. if, if there is
1: a seven, um, that's the one that crosses the road. I'll just say that there's a hole that crosses the road, so um, that's the one that has the clubhouse in play.
0: Oh, that road,
1: okay. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. thinking,
0: what in the hell road? <laughs> Where
1: are we going? We're not playing Firefly, but uh, yeah, that that main drag on the way in, clubhouse drive. Um, okay, we'll be going over top of that, so
0: okay. This is the first I'm hearing that it's a two-man scramble. Oh, so yeah, I, it's two-man scramble. I need to find somebody, I guess.
1: <laughs> I was unaware. Yeah. I, I there's there's a few people that uh um partners or have have knee surgery or, you know, something else going on. So, oh, I don't yeah. think it'll be that difficult to find a partner, but uh yeah, cost is uh, 15 bucks a person. Okay. Um I don't think I'm leaving out any other details, but uh yeah, shoot me shoot me an email. Um, shoot me a text. Get a hold of prior, Leave a comment on on the podcast. There you go. Uh, comment section, and um, we'll uh, we'll get you in. There we
0: go. Uh, okay. I had some I had some listener questions that have to do a little bit with with golf and your partner Wyman. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, this, these are a few from JD. Oh, he he was a, he was a question factory. Yeah, nice. Um, one he had here is he would like to know how did you meet Wyman. Okay. and myself.
1: Okay. Um I'll start with you cuz that's a, a fairly easy answer. We went to yeah. school together, so yep. um yep.
0: that's a, that's an easy answer there. Um but as far as that goes, when we were out of school, it was like the next time we met was I was moving so, into Wyman's random. rental. Oh yeah. With yeah, you.
1: Super random. It was yeah. I was leaving an apartment after college. Um I think you must have been leaving an apartment mm-hmm. in Mount Pleasant. And Wyman just bought a a rental house. And I said, "Oh, let's just yeah. move there." I I need a roommate though. Yep. Yeah. And he goes, "Well, I think Pryor's looking for a yeah. roommate." I Said, "Okay, well, I can live with this Pryor guy. He seems like a decent person." So you knew him in school. <laughs> Is it, we're
0: a baseball together. Sure.
1: Yeah. yeah it's, sure. It's fine. So you know that was that was four years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah.
0: Damn. And two years after that, you bought a house and you said, "Hey, do you want to help me pay my mortgage?" <laughs> Yep. So and here we are. You said yes. So anyway, here we are. <laughs> Most months I try to get it to you. <laughs> uh,
1: so to the question about Wyman, um, I've known Wyman for a really long time. I don't know exactly where the first place we met was, but I'm guessing church. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to love this answer. Um, and it's slightly embarrassing, but I don't really care. Um, we, we're cool with that. We were, yeah, I mean, that's. That's what we're here for.
0: We've never done anything embarrassing on this, this podcast.
1: No, no, Oop. especially not with Wyman. Never. Uh, him and I were in the uh, children's choir at church back in the day. So um, I want to say we might have met before that, but um, you know there were some very awkward growing up moments with him and I. Um, we would hang out. Our, our parents were friends. We would hang out uh, after school or on the weekends. Um, really funny story. So you guys had mentioned how he was big in hockey when he was younger. Um, I never played hockey with you guys, but we had, we had a, um, like a street roller kind of hockey thing going on in my neighborhood. So we had the the nets, the roller blades, the sticks, everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Nick would come over every once in a while, um, and play. And he was a, uh, as a child, he was, um, a little bit more passive than I was. I was a little bit more aggressive Mm -hmm. and um, you know, he'd come over and we'd play hockey and I'd kick his ass. Um, And then (laughs) this one time, I mean, we're talking like when I'm like, so he's a year younger than me, one exact year younger than me. Mm -hmm. So we're talking when I was like, I don't know, eight and he was seven or nine and and he was eight. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one year difference at that age is a, a pretty massive difference. And, you know, we'd be playing roller hockey in the street. (laughs) And this one time, I just roughed him up a little bit too much, knocked him down, and then, you know. Bully. Yeah. Puck was loose. I went for the puck. Rolled over his fingers with my
0: rollerblades. He he
1: doesn't. He doesn't let me live that one down. But you know, I put the puck in the back of the net, and that's all that mattered at age eight or nine. So
0: (laughs) So, rolling over his fingers, did that cause any problems to where that's why he works with deceased (laughs) bodies instead of live bodies now? Uh, Maybe I I don't know. That's more room for error. I think. Yeah, that's that's a profession that you
1: have to grow up in because I don't think anyone would. Just choose to do that, you know, yeah. if did they I, had the choice. Did otherwise. I go too far? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: another one from JD. Mm-hmm. Um, he said you would know what he meant by this. I have no clue. Oh, boy. But he uh, he said, what's the nickname that he gave you?
1: Oh, that's funny because I'm wearing the hat. He always, every time I wear this hat, so this is the Puma golf hat mm-hmm. that, uh, of course, is made famous by Ricky Fowler. He always calls me Ricky whenever he sees me in the set. Goes, hey Ricky. <laughs> yeah. So and 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 for the record, I don't you know dress up in all orange or anything like that, like Ricky used to. But I just have the uh, the Puma hat and and it fits well. I like it, so I wear it. And he calls me Ricky.
0: You mentioned Ricky Fowler. Um, I dug a little deep through the archives on your Twitter. There's a lot of wow. Ricky posts. Wow. Ooh, a lot of go Ricky in the Masters posts, a lot of a lot of good Ricky posts, but there was one that stood out has nothing to do with Ricky. But digging through there. Um
1: see I thought I went through and deleted all these. No. Um no.
0: <laughs> on April 7th, 2014, 2014. Real deep. You said that taco salad has got to be the best creation <laughs> ever. Do you still stand by that? <laughs> Of course I do. Okay. It's it's the mixture of,
1: of tacos, mm-hmm. but you can call it healthy. I mean. It's the best creation ever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, what would be better? You. It, it I G-rated. left you speechless. That's I, right. That's right. To come up with something instantaneous, I just can't do it.
1: 2014, that's, you know, only six years ago. Six and a half.
0: That was April. Oh, crap. Yeah.
1: Trying to think of, uh, you know, where my mind was at
0: that time that time a taco but. salad yeah taco salad and watching the masters i mean april i know mean, was it it's a not baseball p- going on you know so it, during, during baseball maybe you just eat taco salad while you're watching baseball no, i don't know no. maybe, i don't know yeah racking
2: taco maybe
1: yeah well I, I used to pack that so we can get into my time at eagle Glen um with this but okay so as a cart boy and even working in the in the pro shop. Um, you know, you kind of get sick of the the brats and the cheeseburgers yeah. and you yeah. know whatever else. So, you know, what's a great meal to bring? Taco salad. Taco salad. So, and and I like it cold too. That might be controversial, but I like my taco salad cold. I can do either way.
0: Yeah, I think uh, cold oh. or or warm taco salad. Yeah.
1: Let me just say I'm glad. Or do you have more tweets? Oh, I have more. Oh, I was gonna say. I'm glad I don't you have stopped. a lot more, <laughs> but I have that. some. Nothing
0: real bad though. <laughs> yeah, because I you deleted. Did delete, I delete, a lot.
1: I, I looked back. I looked back, and anyone who's listening to this from the age of like twenty to thirty, go back on your Twitter timeline, delete yeah, yeah. everything you said in college because you sound like an idiot. Yeah. Because I did. I mean, I was. I was definitely there, and I. I looked back at some of those, like, wow, what? What was going on there? So. Um.
0: Mm. The chip reference, um, January of this year. So it wasn't really too far ago. Wow. January 1st of this year. January
1: um, 1st. So we're talking New Year's Day. Yes. After, uh, after I'm just going to get this out here, after the biggest drinking night of the year.
0: Yes. Um, you said this, and I think you really thought this was funny. And I guess it kind of is. Um, <laughs> you tweeted out, it's getting so chippy at the Rose Bowl game. I'm starting to think it's, it's the, the Tostitos <laughs> yeah. Fiesta Bowl. That's right.
1: Yeah. Tell tell the tell the audience how many likes I got on that one. Two. <laughs> you got two.
0: Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, but I
1: sent it to eight people, so, <laughs>
0: and you tagged Rose Bowl, the Rose Bowl tag in yeah. it. So you figured a lot of people have, must have seen oh, it for sure. Yeah. I thought, it was, I thought it was pretty I mean, that's funny.
1: that's pretty common for my sense of humor. Yeah.
0: Last one here, though. Okay. Um, this is a little more serious, and it it's probably going to lead to more conversation of it. But I feel like, oh, August 26th, 2015. I feel like I need to experience running with the bulls yeah. in La Tom, Tomatina? I don't know if that's how you say
1: it. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Expand.
0: Okay. So, um,
1: I love to travel. Yep. I know you have some listeners from
0: Italy, correct? Uh, we have some downloads. I don't know how many of them listeners, but there okay. are a number of downloads. Well,
1: I love Italy. I went there last year. Um, but I I think those are major events that uh, you know get a lot of fanfare. Mm-hmm. I think running with the bulls is one of those um, events where. It sounds like it's super scary and like you're gonna get gored. But yeah. I'm you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm still young. I'm not gonna get gored. It's gonna be the guy that I just outran behind me that's gonna get gored. So mm-hmm. I think that would just be a blast. No, to you, go don't, to you
0: don't have to be the fastest guy. You just right. have to be faster than the slowest guy. Right. Yeah. So Spain Until is, he gores him and then moves on.
1: Well, yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm seeing blood from behind me, I'm jumping the fence and yeah. high tailing it out of there, but uh, Pamplona in Spain, that is a, uh, of course where they have the running of the bulls, but, um, that's on the bucket list to go to. Um, and then the, uh, tomato fest, I think that's in, uh, Spain as well, where they just you go to the square and everyone chucks tomatoes at each other. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. it seems like something I could get into
0: celebratory day of just a big tomato fight. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem kind of fun it being could, overseas somewhere. I, awesome. And chucking tomatoes at random people I
1: probably wouldn't go just for that but you know if my timeline yeah uh, met up with that event yeah I'd go yeah absolutely awesome
2: how do you even get with running with the
1: bulls Uh, that's a good question Um, (laughs) I I, fill an application I I would guess yeah I would guess there's a ticket and a waiver involved and uh, of course an outfit you gotta have the the Speedy Gonzalez outfit dress for the occasion (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, you have to. Yeah, for sure. Um, Kyle, there said something about filling out uh, like an entry form or something. There is that what you kind of said there. Yep, that falls along the lines of trying to get on the Amazing Race. Mm. You have tried that Man. multiple times.
1: I feel like we were close that one year too. So this was uh, That'd be awesome. This was gosh right out of college. So I went to. I went to CMU and I lived with Matt Metzler my freshman year. And then we had, we were supposed to have two blind roommates. Not that they were like, couldn't see, but we didn't know who they were. Um, <laughs> only one showed up. Uh, his name was Derek. I mean, it'd be rough having <laughs> one. <laughs> to have two. there, there is, That'd, be, can, that'd can be like living with Faber. <laughs> Just everything getting spilled. Well, there, there is Braille on, on every uh, uh, unit number there. So. I'm sorry, Faber, by the way. Um, oh, shout out to the brother-in-law <laughs> uh, so anyways um, I, I met Derek Hirschman uh, at CMU freshman year um, we've become very close friends and I don't know how it got started but I think we were just watching Amazing Race one night and uh, I said man that'd be fun to you know, go travel the world maybe win a million bucks something like that that would be awesome and, you know, we're both athletic. We're both, um, you know, fairly intelligent. Um, I certainly would would be relied on for directions. He doesn't know anything from, you know, north or south or east or west. But, um, you know, he's got his attributes as well. So um, we decided that we would make a video a- as, like, our application because you have to mm-hmm. do that. Yep. And then um, we started a Facebook fan page thinking, hey – if we can show CBS that we got a big following, they have to put us on. That um, must have worked. Um, you know, I, I think we might have fallen a little shy of the the target audience we were we were going for because do you have do you have the no okay. no I didn't I, get I wanna that th- I, I want to say we had about eighty six people who liked that page. Um, okay. which, Hey, I mean, talk about a bump in ratings. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <people>. oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we never got a call on that one. Um, but we're, we're going to, we are going to apply again and maybe this will spur us to start yeah. new videos. There we go. Um, now that we're, you know, settled in our careers and, uh, mm-hmm. see if we're a little bit more, uh, likable to the yeah. people who pick the teams. So, mm-hmm.
0: Um, if there was, if there was a location of the amazing race, uh, which, which location would you want it to be in if you were mm. on that episode, mm. or that, mm. that, that series?
1: Um, well, yeah, we probably wouldn't last very long. So, you know, with the first couple legs, I like to think we wouldn't be the, the weakest link. Optimism. I like it yeah, so far. Yeah. I'm setting the bar low. Um, we'll we, first. we wouldn't be the first ones off. Right. Um, but you know, maybe within the first three. Uh, So that gets us a few countries. Um, I love, I love Europe, um, anywhere, Italy, Spain, France, Germany, um, Ireland, Scotland. um, Strange one here, Mexico. I'd love to go somewhere south of the border. Um, You know, that's, that's probably the extent of it. I don't really care to go to Asia. Um
0: Australia has big snakes. Uh you are one You yep. hate snakes. Yes. Um even if a snake is on the TV, it's turned the channel.
1: I don't even like the snake in um the animated movie uh the jungle book. Yeah. And he's a friendly one.
0: Well sort of. He's kind of a <laughs> flither <laughs> snake. What's his name? <laughs> What's his name?
1: Yeah. I I will say I, I, I like believe. um I, I do uh, like and can tolerate the snake from uh uh Robin Hood. Okay.
0: The one where he gets blown up and oh, yeah. has the balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it because bad things happen to him? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> would you be would you be the like obviously there's always a, a challenge where someone has to skydive. Would you skydive or have it where like you bungee jump? That's a great like question.
1: You? Um no. Um, I, I could do, I could, I could do something. I hate heights. So when I was a kid, I was deathly right. afraid of flying in planes and I thought I would never fly in a plane. And then, um, I went on a five day road trip to see my brother in Wyoming with my mom. And then I said, well, if I'm ever going to see my brother again, I better get on a plane. So I got over that fear that way. Um, and I love flying now, but, um, my love of the air stops inside of the cabin where I'm not going to exit. Ooh. So Derek does love to skydive. He does it all the time. So, you know, perfect. There's, you can take
0: this. There's from. another attribute for him. Yes. Yes. You're with directions on the ground. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I like to, um, I wouldn't have a problem at this point in my life making fun of myself on national TV, you know, because <laughs> I have experience in that. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. So <laughs> that is a great segue. Great segue for the pool opening ceremonies that we have. And I don't want to say you just make a fool of yourself, but you are on camera and you are wearing some very interesting costumes most times. So basically, uh, I'll try to put the groundwork into this. Uh, we have a pool. Brian has a pool. Um, there's a certain time of the year where most people open their pool and you kind of make an event out of it. You bring people over. But we don't want to just open the pool.
1: Oh no. That would be too simple.
0: Brian wants to make kind of a show of it and then some enjoyment for everybody.
1: Mainly for myself though.
0: Yes. Um so I record it. I am uh the cameraman, I'm the director, the producer. Um the first year. Co producer. Co co producer. I'm sorry. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, the first year was an Olympics theme. We had the lighting of the torch. We had a relay. Running around the yes. block with the torch and an American flag and jumping. Everyone, oh, knew, everyone knew it was happening. A beer was thrown up to you on the roof. Yep. You cracked the beer, drank it, jumped off cannonball into the pool. Jackknife cannonball. It. That was the opening. Boom, pool Bingo! open. Yeah. We get into year two. Pool's opening up. We want to do something a little more maybe movie. Yeah, you got to continue it. Background there. Um, As I said in the intro, Ron Burgundy, you've played Ron Burgundy. It was in this pool opening ceremony. (laughs) It was the great pool one, uh, part of the movie where it's, you know. Cannonball! As the announcement. (laughs) And then Cannonball's in. That was good. You had the whole burgundy stash, the burgundy uh, kind of Speedo underwear thing. Oh, yeah. It goes right along with making fun of yourself a little bit. Absolutely.
1: Right. I, I, I'd like to also point out that um, in my commitment to the role, I probably packed on a good 10 <laughs> to 15 pounds, you know, just to have a little bit of that. Method that actor. Ch- yeah, that chubbiness. I mean, yeah.
0: had a, Ron Burgundy wasn't ripped. Why should I be? Right. Method actor. <laughs> You got into the head of Ron Burgundy Oh yeah, to be Ron Burgundy. Mm-hmm. Had a scotch. Mm-mm, scotch. I had <laughs> a, I had a Scotty fill Scotty. in for Scotty Baxter. Yeah. So that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> nice, short, sweet. It was short. That was yeah, that was the nice pool part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. I should say beginning of this year. Yeah, twenty twenty. Um <laughs> it was it was a little more. We kicked it up a Theatrics notch. A kicked bit. it up a notch, absolutely. Uh, bought a full costume for Austin Powers. Two full costumes. Well, full costume for Austin. Full costume for Doctor Evil. <laughs> oh, Two very good costumes. Yeah, well, now you don't need
2: to worry about you know Halloween. You already got it.
1: That's a good point. That's the good point, Kyle. I didn't go. think of that. Yeah, and.
0: Now and you're uh, these videos, by the way, are uh, they're on the internet. Oh, yeah. People can watch them.
1: They should be public, too.
0: They are. They're okay, public. Good. They are public. And where are they at? Uh, prior media on my Facebook page, and then shared to your page, oh, yeah. and to my page. My, my page is private, though. but uh, There's really not much there. Nope. You that's don't post by, much. That's by design. Yes. Um, but, yeah, you were... Uh, You're more
2: Twitter than you are Facebook?
1: Yeah, I don't really do anything anymore. Uh, anything I used it? to be very... Very heavy on the Twitter. Uh, but, you know, I got to a point in my life where one, anything I said was going to come back to bite me. And then I realized nobody really cares what I have to say about anything.
0: So I just, you know, stopped posting. Yeah. So, yeah, for the most part, that's true. Mm. But sometimes you just got to put it out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, it's not like I'd never post, but.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you were. Me... Go ahead, Kyle.
2: Right. No, I just saying for me like. Only thing I post mostly is like my son. It's because yeah. nobody out like no one really sees him and right. that's how we can act really. That and the Chiefs.
1: Oh yeah. the Chiefs. The class of the AFC. Uh, and can we talk about the class for the NFC for a second?
0: Can we get to that in later? Because there was a segue <laughs> okay. that was said here that um, I think would lead nicely it, uh, into something shoot. else. Yeah. Okay. Um the costumes, you know, being good for Halloween. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I do have to ask, with Halloween kind of right around the corner, is there maybe a certain Halloween costume that you look back and maybe you regret doing?
1: Uh, boy, I'm going back mentally through all of the Halloween costumes I had. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the only one I regret is the one I wore last year. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't dress up last year, and I
0: regret that. Oh, uh, I had one in mind <laughs> for you that I thought for sure, like maybe I shouldn't do that. And I thought that because you went back and deleted every photo of you as this person, <laughs> to where the photos could not be put out. Yeah, that's so. Yes, the photo exists,
1: and I actually have the photo um, for my enjoyment only. Okay. You were, yeah. I was nobody last year. No. <laughs>
0: okay, it sounds like you don't even want me to say <laughs> who you were.
1: Uh, I was I was an entertainer and an artist. Yes, you were. So, and I and a the, rapper, I, and I pulled that thing off. You were a right. rapper. I was a rapper. First thing
2: I said in my my head because I don't know. I'm thinking you're the ladies' man.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks, Kyle. We'll we'll leave off exactly who he was.
0: But yes, he was an entertainer. He was a male rapper who... I should have gotten into a
1: competition that year because I would have won. Muddy waters.
0: (laughs) Muddy waters there. (laughs) Everybody will be questioning now. Who was he?
1: Yeah, well... We'll leave it off. Keep those questions to yourself because I ain't telling. We will (laughs) leave
0: it off. Because it sounds like I shouldn't say either, yeah uh we've asked this question to previous guests, mm-hmm. but uh it got brought up that they would like your response to it. Um, if you could go back and play with any team of your past, which team would you go back and play with another season with
1: um gosh that's a that's a good question um. I it would be a toss up between probably my sophomore year of baseball. We were supposed to be really good. Um, we had a few stud pitchers. Um, actually three. One got hurt right before the season. Um Was that
2: Guerrero? Did you didn't have
1: Guerrero then? Guerrero, Wentworth, and uh, Walworth. They were oh, yeah. they would have been they would have been probably three of the top maybe four or five pitchers in in the league that year. Um we were probably the best team on paper um, since the state runner-up team. And we kind of shit the bed. So, I mean, we still we still were pretty good. It just, we didn't live up to the expectations. But that year was so much fun because a lot of different um, uh, personalities and characters on that team. I mean, you had Justin Wentworth who, you know, was – was a very colorful character. He is a character, um, yes. and then you have Josh Weaver paired with Brian Guerrero, and they have inside jokes up to Wazoo. Mm-hmm. And, see, they're on the
2: golf team, and oh my gosh, they yeah. sat the van and just just ripped on each other. Then he was ripping like everyone. It was it was exciting to see.
1: Oh yeah, I mean you you would you would just be laughing the entire practice at these idiots, and yep. it was it was very enjoyable. And we had we were we were very close. Um, a lot of team camaraderie, but, um, yeah, just the, the record wasn't there. So probably between that and maybe like my
0: senior year football. Okay. That was the 2000. That would have been 2006 team. Yeah. Cause you were around to seven to graduate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, I could notice I didn't say the 2005 football team. Yeah. That's where we broke all the records in not the good way. Not the snapped, Snap streaks. Um, no conference championship, no playoffs for Is that, that
0: like breaking records in the bad way, like the Lions, maybe like you were leading into before? Um yeah, I think we could
1: have beat the Lions that year though, is the is the thing. We were bad, but we weren't Lions bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> But our basketball team. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I didn't bring that one up intentionally, Kyle. <laughs> we won two so... games that one year. No, that was over two years, those two games.
0: Oh, yeah. So you you bring up, I guess, talking shit on the Lions. Um, Have you... Well, I'm just saying facts. Yeah. Have you always been a bandwagon fan, or is it just for football, baseball, basketball?
1: (sighs) Um. No, so...
0: College basketball. I,
1: I am a... If if you need to know my fandom and you need this on the record, I am a U of M football fan. I am... Uh, a bandwagon there. Uh, North Carolina...
0: It, it extends past that.
1: A North Carolina college basketball fan. Go Heels. Um, obviously, I root for the Packers in the
0: NFL.
2: Oh, wow. Really?
1: And then... Um pretty hockey ba- pretty bad. NHL, big Red Wings fan. That's Love. Not a
0: bandwagon there. Nope. nope. That's hometown
1: here. Hometown. Um NBA basketball. I uh, you know, I don't really have a fan, uh, a fandom of any team necessarily. Um I don't even really watch the NBA all that much. So um I'll, I'll turn on in the finals when LeBron's there and and watch that. But um turn on the finals when LeBron's there. Yeah, right.
2: Who's the goat and why is it? James.
1: <laughs> that will be cut from it.
0: <laughs> that was basketball. Back to you, Brian. Thank you.
1: And uh, uh MLB, I I'm, I root, I root for the Tigers, so. Oh, you are a Cubs and Yankees guy. Uh, you know, I like I like going to Cubs games in Chicago. Um if I got to root for a an L, NL team, it'll be the Cubs. Um and everyone gives me crap for the Yankees. Yep. Um I have great respect for their franchise in the history um, with all the greats that have played on the Yankees over the years. So yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, it's not October baseball without the Yankees being in the playoffs, but I, I mean, don't get me wrong when the Tigers beat the Yankees back in, what was that? Oh, six. Maybe, maybe it's a so long ago. I love that the Tigers beat them. Yeah. So,
0: okay. 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 Yep. So
1: in a halfway and, bandwagon and, and for the oh, record, won- for the record, when it comes to the Packers, I just gotta, I just yeah. gotta say this. I grew up as a Lions fan. Okay. I, I would watch the Lions every Sunday. I don't um, believe it. I loved Barry Sanders. I actually have Barry Sanders autograph. There's a little nugget. You're the person that shouldn't have it. Yeah. Well, I'll sell it to you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I I I watch the Lions, but it's really hard to commit to a team that is a perpetual loser. Thank you. And shut up, Kyle. And you know, at some point over the last, I don't know, 5 years, I just said, "You know what? I'm going to single-handedly make the Lions better by not supporting them. I'm not going to watch their games unless they're losing to the Packers, of course, which they do all the time. And I'm not going to buy any merchandise. I'm not going to go to any games. I've never been to a Lions game. Um, <laughs> so I'm demanding change. And I think that's the best thing that Lions fans can do is demand change. Because if you continue to support the team, you're telling the team, we're okay with where the state is of this team and, mediocrity at best, I got to say.
0: Thank yep. you for your input. <laughs> I will continue to support the Lions. I, I'm going to
1: um, go on the record here and uh, um, just a, a, a little nickname that I've, I've given the head coach, Fat, Fat Trisha, is going to be canned within two weeks.
0: Yeah, probably North not. Probably not making it past this year if it continues this yeah. way. Um, yeah, yeah, you're probably right on that. So, um, just recital, man. You were once in the Wall Street Journal. I was. <laughs> yes. What What was that? Um.
1: So, it sounds a lot cooler on the surface than what it actually is it does yeah so Hank (laughs) so Hank Haney used to be Tiger Woods swing coach and I don't know the years exactly but um after this would have been after they broke up professionally um Hank Haney was on Twitter and I was working at the golf course and he would take videos from fans that would send them to him and critique their swings Mm -hmm. so I sent him a a quick video of my swing from the range and he looked at it, commented and, and tweeted me back Nice for all to see. And um, I was like, wow, that's really cool. You know, Hank Haney looked at my swing and gave me some tips and whatever. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, About a week later, Jason Gay from the wall street journal emails me and, or tweets me, DMs me on Twitter and says, Hey, what's your email? I'm like, who is this guy? But I look at his tagline, he's with the Wall Street Journal, I'm like, okay, well, I'll I'll respond. Yeah. And uh, we exchanged a few emails, he asked me a few questions about that. Just like, how cool is it that Hank Haney, you know, looked at your swing on Twitter? And, you know, I, I gave him a couple quotes, and next thing you know, um, my picture and quote is in the Wall Street Journal, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you have a copy of that? Um, Yeah, I think my mom does actually. I've asked her to, like, frame it, yeah. but... Maybe she's cool. waiting. Maybe she's waiting for my fortieth birthday to do that. Throw
0: it right up in the office. Yeah, frame yeah. that would be pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I
1: dug deep. Nice research. Dig deep, Kyle. What's you doing? <laughs> yeah, you got
2: anything? Um, I just got a, a <laughs> beverage name for your. Uh,
0: oh, let's fire. hear it. I was thinking a little bit of that too. Okay,
2: let's hear it. I got. The only thing I got is a Granny Light, like Granny Apples.
0: Okay, Granny Light. A granny Light. Not bad. Okay. That's, that's 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 nice. Um I I had one right up until you said that. And then it was like left my <sighs> yeah. head cuz I was then trying to think about yours to like to make it work. I'll get back with that. I I I'll I'll get back. We should we should uh put
1: that on the Facebook page yeah. for some live feedback maybe. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Can I come over?
0: Yeah. Let's hmm. see, man. I know I had it, but I'll get back to it. Yeah. So You've played some really nice courses. I have. Um, both of the Arcadia courses. Yes. for Dunes, mm-hmm. The Loop, both the, ways. Yep. Yep. Pinehurst.
1: Mm-hmm. Not number two, though,
0: unfortunately. Not number two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite course that you have played? And is there a top of the wish list course to play?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, been super fortunate to to play some really nice courses. The first nice course I played, and you know, I, I say nice course, I'm talking you know expensive course here, mm-hmm. um, was Forest Dunes. And the very first time I played it, that thing is manicured so nicely. Um, my first drive off the tee, I actually found the fairway, and I'm a guy that takes divots, and I was I don't know 160, 70 out. I looked at that ball and was like, this fairway is so nice. I, I can't take a divot. This is gonna ruin it up. This is gonna ruin mm-hmm. the fairway. Mm-hmm. It it was it was nerve wracking because, you know, I'm I'm used to playing, you know, public courses in, in mid Michigan and um it was just so nice. I was nervous to play it. Um I love Arcadia Bluffs. Um on the shores of Lake Michigan. It's a it's a must play for any Michigan golfer. Um, the views there are amazing. Again, another course that's manicured just perfectly. Um but um probably I I'm going to go with I'm going to go with um the Loop actually. I love the Loop because it is a very minimalistic type course. Um the the two or three times I've played it I've had a caddy, which if if you're a golfer and you've never played golf with a caddy, that is how golf was intended to be played. Have someone carry your bag, give you tips, look for your ball. I mean, that is you know, that's that's the dream right that there. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um I love I love the, the throwback. I mean it, you don't know where the T's are. They're just very small markers, um, basically in the fairway somewhere. So it's it's there's no trash cans, there's no hole markers or anything like that. It's basically, um, it feels like a throwback to like Ireland or Scotland Mm -hmm. where golf golf began. So, um, that's, that's my favorite I've played so far. Um, left on the bucket list has got to be, well, there's a lot of them really. Um, number two, Piners number two is on there because I was so close. I played number seven. Um, there's there's a uh I, I would love to play st andrews the home of golf in scotland mm-hmm. um but probably yeah, the the most you know if if i had to pick just one i'd probably say pebble i would think Little pebble beach, beach yeah okay. just cuz i know that's
0: like a $500 course and <laughs> yeah like Yeah,
2: it's, two nights stay minimum
0: yeah so pretty nice yeah Flight. pretty nice um trying to figure out a way um trying to work it with keith here um, get a group of people to go and play whistling Straits next year. Okay. So we're trying yeah. to figure that out, trying to figure out just how many people can go, when to go and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Try to make a kind of a weekend out of the thing.
1: That would be sweet. There's another course about an hour to the West of that, um, called sand Valley. I think that's owned by Jack Nicholas, okay. um, that looks amazing too, and then of course, um, Aaron Hills is right there too. So I mean, depending on how much money you guys want to spend, um, we could
0: drop a couple thousand easy. I'm, um, I'm a car salesman, <laughs> right? I don't hey, know if I can do all that. Hey, call Call Tom's going to raise rent. Call Call, call yeah. Tom. Call Tom back up here. And let's get this thing happening. No, no, no. <laughs> so you've been to almost all the majors. So you've played nice courses, but you've also went and watched the big tournaments. Oh yeah. So when did you go to the majors? Like this major I went this year, this major this year. And which one are you needing to go to?
1: Okay. So this started with the trip to Augusta National. Um I'm I don't know if I'm gonna get the the years right here, but I wanna say that was two thousand and fourteen when we went to to the masters and a friend of mine. So for those who don't know how, how master's tickets work, um, unless you kind of live in the area from what I understand, you have to acquire them through a lottery system and it's extremely difficult. I have been applying for probably 15 years now. Uh, and I've been drawn once. Um, we're going to leave that at, at, at that point. I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. I don't I don't want to jinx myself and never get drawn again. Um, but a friend of mine got four practice round tickets for Wednesday. And Wednesday is the day where they play the par three shootout, which I think mm. if I had to pick another day to go back down to Augusta, it would be a Wednesday. Um, and it's perfect because there's not a lot of traffic on the course, so you can walk the course and kind of familiarize yourself with it. And then... You know, you still get the the cheap concessions and whatnot, um, and then at noon they start the par three shootout, and very intimate. You get to be right up close to the players, watch all their beautiful swings, and um, hear all the roars. It's it's amazing. They got to be a lot more relaxed. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and watching, more willing to talk with them.
0: the crowd and everything.
1: Yep, they interact a little bit more. <laughs> um, so it's just, I mean, a lot of times their wives or girlfriends will. Be their caddies. It's just, it's a really fun event. So um, I, I think that's the day to go. If you can pick, obviously not a lot of people can, but um, so that was 2014, I believe. And then the next one we went to would have been probably 2017. That was the U S open at Aaron Hills in Wisconsin. Um, that was when Brooks won, I believe his first U S open. Um, that's another course that is just kind of a throwback. It's a beautiful course. Um, saw a blimp crash actually. Um that day we went I saw that in your tweets. We went uh yeah, yeah, the Goodyear Blimp <laughs> yeah. tweeted me back and said, No, that wasn't me. Yeah. Uh <laughs> but we went we went Thursday, Friday, which was awesome. A lot of golf, a lot of a lot of drinking, a lot of walking. I mean, I think we walked like like twenty five thousand steps each day. Um but that was awesome. Uh and then the next year we went to the PGA championship at Bell Reve in St. Louis. Uh, um, yeah. My buddy, Andrew Wentworth was living in St. Louis at the time. So um, his little brother, Tyler and I drove out, stayed with him a couple nights. I think we went Thursday and Friday um, that tournament as well. It's a good, I, I like to go on Thursday and Friday because tickets really aren't too crazy. Like maybe a hundred bucks roughly um, each day but when you go Thursday and Friday you're guaranteed to see everybody and um mm-hmm. that was that was really close to when Tiger was really starting to peak and mm-hmm. he was he was in that tournament the entire time and that was fun as hell so mm-hmm. um so yeah that leaves the open championship and uh have plans for this got plans th- well they're not set in stone yet um right. but the 150th Open Championship is at St. Andrews, the old course, mm-hmm. um, and that was supposed to be next year, but they canceled this year, so they bumped everything back a year. So that'll be 2022, and that's going to be fun. Hopefully spend a, a long week over there and maybe even play Carnoustie. Who knows? That would be
0: yeah. a blast. Yes. And who do you, who do and you go stopped with? stopped recording for whatever reason, but. We'll keep going.
1: I broke the camera. What's new? There we go. Um, so what I'm trying to do is is set up a crew that can go and and kind of my idea is maybe we go a little bit early and play golf, or we stay probably probably stay late just in case there's something with the weather that the tournament gets delayed a today, um, but have a little buffer there. Play golf before or after the tournament somewhere um, stay somewhere local, which I'm finding out is very difficult to do. Um, because St. Andrews isn't a big town. Um, obviously they host this big event every year, but you know, that's not enough to make a huge town of it. So all the lodging there is pretty tough, but, um, hopefully get a crew around to, to watch, uh, Saturday and Sunday from the hotel or Airbnb or whatever, and then go,
0: go to the tournament Thursday and Friday. So nice with the masters coming up. Yes. Uh, We we normally do our picks for the major, but you won't obviously be on for the episode closer to it. Mm -hmm. Do you have an early an early selection. Early selection of who you uh one Um, maybe you're pulling for, or one like it would be cool to see that person do it.
1: Um yeah, so I've always been a big fan, obviously you mentioned before of Ricky Fowler. I think he's got the game to do it. Um I would be very happy to see him see him win. Um, another one would be, um, I, well, let's get into who I don't want to see when, um, DeChambeau and Patrick Reed. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, 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 I don't like that. I root against those guys because golf is just one of those sports where, you know, there's a lot of etiquette right. involved and yep. I just, I feel bad rooting against people. Um, but, uh, I, I, I don't like brace and swing. It just really bothers me. Yeah. And uh, Patrick Reed, you can kind of tell nobody on tour likes him because no. when he hit that hole, Kyle, did you see this? When he hit that hole in one. um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah
2: and the, at, at the U S open. open. And
1: yeah. it was, I don't know what hole it was, maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. Everyone in his playing group didn't really yeah. react. They're like, eh, yeah. big deal. And then, I think it was the same day, um, another guy, Zalatoris or whatever his name is, he hit a hole-in-one, and literally everyone, every yeah. player, every caddy <clears throat> gave him a high-five. Um, so, uh, you know, he it's, it's pretty apparent to me that no one really likes Patrick Reed, which I kind of feel bad for, but... Um, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I mean, no one really feels bad about Patrick Reed getting booed, so... Um, Ricky would be a good one. I, I would love to see Tiger win another one too. Um, cause he just brings so much excitement to the tournament if he's in contention. Yes. Um, I,
0: I, a lot of people don't like Brooks. What do you guys think of Brooks? I'm good with Brooks. I used to not be so much, you know, like okay with him, mm-hmm. but I, I like him now. I think he's just got the relaxed, don't care attitude enough. And probably because I've seen him on, on bar stool interviews yeah. and see more of him mm-hmm. and not him as a golfer. I kind of like him, not the golfer yeah. better. Yeah. He's, yep.
1: he's certainly arrogant, but it doesn't come mm-hmm. without, you know, success. I mean, he's, he had a nice run and, um, uh, I, I think if, if any other golfer would have done what he did, um, there would have been a lot of, praise and the PGA would have held him out as like the next great star, kind of like what happened to Jordan Spieth. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't seem like anyone wanted to, to make him the face of golf for whatever reason. I don't know. There could be, there could be good reasons, but um, yeah, I think he was kind of, kind of taken aback by that and um, has a chip on his shoulder, which is also part of why he's
0: good too. Cause he, yeah. he doesn't care just so, I don't know how you put it, uh, just lackadaisical. He's just effortless, like just don't care. Yeah, he he doesn't. And he plays well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why, part of the
1: reason why he plays well is I I think he kind of looks at himself as an overall athlete, like more than a golfer, where all these guys have grown up playing golf. I mean, Brooks grew up playing baseball. And I think he still kind of sees himself as a baseball player. So it's like yeah, if this is golf. I go lift weights in the morning and then go walk, and you know walking is easy. So, um, uh, he does have
2: that baseball kind of swag to him. I yeah,
1: like. yeah, and I think that mm-hmm. I think mentally that really works for him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna
0: ask you one more not, time yeah. here, one more time here, Kyle. Do you have anything?
1: Uh, nope. Kyle, yes. I got I got something for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the best golf tip you've ever received?
2: play fast
1: fast yeah, fast real. fast so you don't think about your swing or anything just, like that you
2: you play fast the people around you are gonna appreciate you being on the golf course playing fast they don't care what you like you can shoot five under but if you're slow then you're just not gonna be enjoyable to play with so okay. my dad said if you're not if you're not good be fast like if you're good be fast and if, if you're not good then be faster because it's gonna take you longer yeah so um,
1: that's good advice trying, yeah.
2: when I was when I was little that was my advice from uh, my dad and I play with my uncles all the time and family and um, I'd always tee up from like 150 yards and in and I would just hit 30 yards over here and 30 yards over here yep. but I was fast that it made it time where they can be in their cards hit their shots and by the time we all get to the green it's like you know we're all, I felt like I was on the same playing field as them so
1: gotcha. okay.
2: playing fast
0: cool <laughs> You have any more questions? Um
1: I got I got one more for you. I had one for uh hack, but um Not here. Yeah. I'll I'll text him. <laughs> um what do you want your handicap to be at the start of league next year? Since uh, since this is a, a yeah. big deal.
0: Um uh, I want it to be whatever the system says <laughs> I should be. All right. So is that a five? With whatever you earned. About a five now, I think. Maybe. Somewhere yeah. right in there. I think,
1: oh, yeah. so so don't touch it. Okay, that's yeah, that's that's a I fair request. Just, just leave it. That's a fair just, request. Just leave it. I have um, I got one more thing too. Okay. Um, I heard you guys mention an outing for junior golf. Correct. So I sit on the board of the Clare Area Junior Golf Association. You do. And typically, hmm. in a normal year, um, we have a fundraiser uh, outing. Mm -hmm. um obviously we didn't have that this year with covid but um we probably will have one next year we haven't made that decision yet um we're gonna have a raffle as well for hopefully around at arcadia or elsewhere maybe forest dunes or bucks run or whatever um but i would assume we're probably going to try to set up a a golf outing as well which we normally do so if we want to uh you know Work together on that. That yeah. might not be a bad idea. Or if you guys want to have your own, that's totally be, fine too. I'd but be fine working with you. Yeah, it would. Yeah. It would mm-hmm. make our. It would make both of our lives a little easier not having. to... I believe that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So. Since
0: I've never set one up, and yeah, it would be a whole lot easier if I had somebody who has. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, I'm just showing up. <laughs> hey, that's that's sometimes the, hot, the toughest <laughs> the toughest part. <laughs> so, so I've been. Living with you now in Wyman's Rental and now here in the, in the home you own. Mm-hmm. Um, to begin with, you did not want a pet. You didn't want a cat, oh, a dog. You yeah. did not want a pet. Yes. And through unfortunate uh, circumstances, um, you did happen to get a, a nice dog yeah. named Fritz.
1: Fritzy boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> he's, he's a character. He's the biggest baby of Big a dog baby. I've yeah. ever met, mm-hmm. but he's a great dog. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a a funny story with him. Any any thunderstorm, he's just a whiner. He'll cry. Oh, yeah. He will do whatever he can to get out and run away, basically because he's scared. I mean, mm-hmm. most times you'd be like, "Oh, stay inside in my kennel. I'm scared." He's got to break out. Oh yeah, got to break out. So he goes through the joys of running around the the neighborhood at times. Sometimes through a, a storm. Oh yeah. When you're not there, you'll just get calls that he's gone and we gotta go get him. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But fun. the best call I've ever received was was from you actually. Mm-hmm. Um, this was after a league night. Oh yeah. I decided I was gonna play another nine holes of golf. And as soon as I finished up that nine holes, you called me and said, Don't come home yet. Nope. And the only thing I could think of is it had to have been Fritz. Oh, Something yeah. he did. Oh yeah. Um
1: oh yeah, so I
0: spoil the crap on He, out of this he dog. was courteous enough though.
1: He was he did it in the right spots. Right. So this was that was this year. Um only yes. about probably two months ago, maybe. Um maybe a little more, but somewhere in there. Uh I got home from league. It was starting to get dark, probably nine o'clock or so. And um sometimes, you know, if it's too hot, I'll have Fritz inside. Just in a little entryway there. So, you know, I don't want him to get too hot in the Mm -hmm. garage. Mm -hmm. Um, So he'll be in the entryway, which you can attest to this. He loves it there. He does. He might, like, sometimes I don't even have the gate up and he sits right there. Yep. Um, Very content there. For some reason, um, something must have upset his stomach and he knocked down the fence, went into the kitchen dining room where I have laminate flooring, thankfully, let it rip Mm -hmm. all over nothing solid to it. Mm -hmm. And when I walk through the door, I see the uh, it's dark in the house and I see the, the gates down a little bit and what, what was that? I I smell something and (laughs) you know, I start to walk in and turn on lights and there it is. Big old pile. And wow. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It is like 9, 930 at night. And now I got this ahead of me. So I sneak around it, head upstairs to my to my room where it's also laminate flooring. Um, luckily, the only place in the house that has carpet is the living room. And that was luckily. He dodged it. I mean, he's close, but he yeah, dodged it. He dodged it. Um, so I go up to my room to put my stuff away and, and everything. And um, I flip on the light and, oh, what do you know? He did it in my room as well, right next to my bed. Mm-hmm. So I text Nick I'm like dude you are not want to come home for this like just wherever you are stay there give me an hour I got to clean this up. Well yeah. this was this was um you know late at night so there weren't a lot of stores open and of course stores aren't staying open very late right now anyways. Mm-hmm. So you know I go to Wibex so they're closed I go to you know Dollar Family Dollar I mean like no no nowhere's open. So I had to steal from my mother uh some paper towel because I think I only had like one roll left, and we went through about well a lot. yeah, it took a lot, a lot. so I started you know scooping up whatever I don't need to get into all that, but yeah. um yeah, that was, a, was that bad. was a treat that was a real was treat bad.
0: there was this another time where you were gone on on a trip, mm-hmm. and I came home and he found his way through that gate again, oh yeah and was up in your office, and just demolished <laughs> it because he was stuck yeah? in there, tore all the trim down, just a mess. Yeah. And through all of that, you probably don't regret one bit taking that dog. I really don't. Um
1: you know, it doesn't it doesn't come without troubles and I mean there's dog hair that gets tracked in the house quite a bit and there's a lot more cleaning involved. Um but he's he's my little buddy, so yeah. and it's nice to have that face and that little tail wagging as soon as you get home, he's always happy to see you. I mean, that's what pets do. So Um, he keeps me moving. I take him for walks pretty much every day. And, um, and, and he's a really good dog. I mean, he listens to me. I never, I never have to put him on a leash. I do sometimes when there's, you know, people around and whatnot, but I could go for walks all through the neighborhood without a leash and he'd stay right by me. And, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good addition to the household. (laughs) He was a
0: a very well-trained from day one, I would say coming in. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say like I didn't want to have a pet. I just didn't think I had the time to take in a pet. Yeah. And then when you brought one in, it was like, yeah, I'm good with this. Well, it's not, it's more his responsibility, but it's just like.
1: It's another roommate. Yeah. Hey, what's Love up, the little fella. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a good boy.
0: Well, I don't have anything more for you. If you have any questions, no, Kyle, I, no, I'm good. I, I went through my whole list. Okay. Well, I will give you one last opportunity to uh, maybe plug yourself if anybody needs to get some financials oh, done. I thought,
1: were, I thought, Yeah, I thought you were going to hammer me with something else. Nope. Um, nope. Yeah, I mean, if, if anyone uh, is looking for some financial advice or wants to get started saving for retirement or something else, I mean, that's what we do. So, um, come find me.
0: I get a hold of you. Bye. Uh,
1: yeah, probably uh, the best way to get a hold of me is to call my office. It's uh, 989-953-7888. Um, and you can just ask for me. Um, so, yeah. And then, and then secret uh, outing next Friday.
0: And the last and final question. Oh, boy. I received this one from your good buddy Wyman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about this. From your good buddy Wyman. He asks, why is it financial planners make money even when they lose yours?
1: Um, yeah, you know, uh, again, I don't want to get into uh, too much of the specifics here because, uh, compliance. Yeah. I know you're watching me. Um, yeah, we provide a service. It's, it's not just having the money increase, um, markets go up and down. So, um, whether, and, and, in my opinion, I think our service is more valuable when markets are choppy and, and things are down, so um, you got to behave correctly and and not make mistakes, or you lock in those losses. So, um, yeah, if
0: that made any that's sense great. to you, then you're probably pretty all right with finances. <laughs> if you got questions, though, definitely go see Brian. Get a hold of him. I appreciate that. Um, that's all I got for you today. Pretty decent episode, I think. So, episode yep. twelve coming to an end. Kevin, Get better hope soon, you feel buddy. better. I know he's staying busy. He did send me a snap of him playing PGA 21, <laughs> 18 under. Good work. Wow, get nice. The, uh, yeah. Get the difficulty up, though. Yeah. All yeah. right. Good one, man. We will see you on the next episode. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That was fun. Yeah.
4: See ya. See ya.